Welcome to the Remote CEO Show. My name is De Niro Bartolini, AKA De Niro B. I'm an acclaimed business coach and my moonshot is to change the face of work and business forever. With each episode, we bring you some of the most inspiring and insightful interviews with six, seven, eight, and nine figure entrepreneurs to crack the code on how to build your remote empire and have fun while doing it. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. What is going on, CEOs? De Niro B here with another episode of the Remote CEO Show. Today I'm here with Christopher Dedeyun. Christopher is a professional speaker and peak performance expert who helps entrepreneurs, leaders, and employees alike manage stress, increase productivity, and have more energy. He developed his entrepreneurial skills and communication skills during the five years he built and ran his real estate brokerage company. During that time, Christopher noticed that he could help his colleagues with self-development by incorporating new rituals and habits in their lives that helped them not only in their business, but also in their personal lives. This is going to be an interesting chat, so let's go. All right, Christopher, thanks a lot for being at the Remote CEO Show. How are you doing, my friend? I am blessed. Thank you for having me on, Dinero. Not a problem at all. I'm very excited again for you to be here. Before we get started, I always ask every single one of my guests to give us a bit of a background as to what they were doing before they became entrepreneurs and what made you become one. Yeah, so honestly, before I was an entrepreneur, I was a fireman. So I started to become a fireman. I was in that field. I was working at a company called Pratt & Whitney Canada to become an industrial fireman. Essentially, that company makes airplane motors. And as I was going to, uh, up that rank, I realized that my life calling wasn't in that. And it was calling me to be an entrepreneur. And this is something that's been happening my whole life through processes and just education system I'd noticed. So that's when I did the shift. And the first thing that I did is actually, I went into a real estate broker, spent a couple of years in there. And then from there, another twist in my life, got the chance to be on a stage, changed my perspective, had a great experience. And then from there, I'm like, hey, I have to be a full-time professional speaker and coach. And that's what I've been doing for the last several years. And God bless, it is truly my calling. That is very, very exciting. So let's get, uh, let's get back to when you first started your speaking career. Uh, tell us your first gigs, how it was, and, and, you know, and how you got people to know who Christopher Dedeyan is. So thank you for that, Dinero. And honestly, how it kind of worked out. Uh, so like I said, I was a real estate broker and I'm dyslexic. So for people who don't know what dyslexia is, learning disability linked up with reading and writing. And as I was a broker, one of my speech therapists they used to follow me in high school called me up to ask me a question about real estate. And after a few minutes of kind of talking about the property, she said, Chris, how's it going for you? And I went on a rant. I'm like, it's going great. I was in my mid-20s, making it quite well financially. The business was growing. And she's like, I'm the keynote speaker at this event put together by the Learning Institute of Quebec. I would love for you to come and give a speech at this place. So it comes out that uh, I, I do that event. She tells me it's going to be about 200 people. It ended up being over 1,000 people. I had never had any experience on stage. You could just imagine I'm opening the door. I'm seeing a thousand people. My heart is pounding. Sweat is coming down my face. 
But that was the moment that I truly realized, as I mentioned, that the universe life was preparing me for that and for that calling. And then from there, it was just a whirlwind of just getting other speeches. I was blessed enough to have that audience in one shot. And then from there, went from small classrooms to we're doing work with the Ministry of Education, now doing stuff with a Fortune 500 company and C-suite executives going into the performance realm of uh, what I speak about, essentially. And that's, first off, it's an amazing story and how you got started. And, um, you know, we're talking about learning disabilities. There's a lot of people that, that use those almost as an excuse not to get out of their comfort zone, but you are living proof that even if you have some sort of uh, a learning disability, you can overcome it. And not only that, you can turn your life into a real masterpiece. Listen, I wanted to ask you a question about what you talk about. Um, let's really talk about uh, what you talk about in your speeches and how you're able to impact so many people with what you do. 100%. So essentially everything that I do, everything that my brand is around is about peak performance and high performance in itself. So I take people that really want to perform that are really interested in personal development and get them to that next level. I don't take Honda Civics to make them to Ferraris. I really take Ferraris and make them into F1. So these are people that have that mindset that are already highly achieving individuals. And what we do here is we tweak certain things within their rituals, their habits, their mindsets. We teach them how to understand how the brain science works, the brain chemistry, your body, and use it for your advantage. Because if you don't, there's things that are just happening naturally through the evolution of human beings that you don't even know, such as how to wake up, when to wake up, when to be more productive within certain creative works, what time to go to bed, when to have your coffee, certain things like that. And then from there, going to how to deal with leadership, how to build your business, how to put systems and processes not only in your personal life, but in your business as well. So that's the realm of what we speak about. Very large explanation that I gave over there. And obviously it gets more in-depth and more precise pending what the person is in front of you, who the person is or which company is hiring me for what uh, reason in itself. A hundred percent. I want to switch gears for a moment here. Um, and I want to address, uh, I, I'm asking this question because I know that a lot of people that I have been working with and I coach, they have a business, they may be solopreneurs or even decent sized entrepreneurs, but they're afraid to speak on stage and they're afraid you yeah. know, to take that leap. Can you give us a couple of do's and a couple of don'ts when it comes yeah. to starting, I wouldn't say necessarily a speaking career, but to become an effective public speaker. Yes, I love that. So first and foremost, people that create a speech that is something that is word per word, almost like this text that they write, like they were in a high school and writing a text and giving an essay and thinking that's what they're going to say. They're doing it wrong. My personal opinion, unless you have a monitor and you're reading it, or you have to be very specific about the words that you're using. If you're a CEO talking to your shareholders or whatever, but that you're reading it as a speaker, you have to understand that what you want to do is put stories and within those stories, put the actual essence of what you want to teach them. Mm. So number one thing, when people go on stage, they don't take a step back and break it apart and really look at what is the one thing I want these people to remember. And everything that you speak has to be around that. And then from there, the best way to teach people is through storytelling. As I previously mentioned, how the brain has evolved, how, how humanity has evolved over uh, thousands and thousands of years, 
We love storytelling. We used to sit down around fires, listen to stories. So people not only remember the story, but get the lesson such higher. So one thing I would tell them, find out what you want to say, concentrate on that and put stories, your personal life, your experiences linked up with it. And then you add certain statistics or certain information. Furthermore, you want to leave room. Like I mentioned, you don't want it to be a text that you're following. You want to leave room for you to be a bit more natural on stage. And what I mean by that is that you have an idea of what you want to say, but you're still able to leave some loose that you could bring it to another direction and so on and so forth. So it feels natural. And third thing that I'm going to say within this, diminish the pressure that you're putting on yourself when it comes to speaking. People assume that you're getting there and you're getting judged at a high level or, oh my God, what's this happening? What's that happening? The reality of the matter is the way that I look at life is one human being talking to another. In this scenario, it's one human being talking to X amount of other human beings. We're just people talking about other people. You're not going to be perfect. Don't expect it to be perfect. Your imperfection is what makes the perfection. So if you F up in a little word here or there, or you stumble in one thing, laugh at yourself, have fun with it. If you're too serious, then the crowd is going to feel it differently. So just take down the pressure of trying to make it perfect because it doesn't exist. 100%. I love that. I loved all the three points, but what you just said right now really resonates with me as well because as a uh, podcast host and a speaker myself, I know that things are just as awkward as you make them. Like if, like you say, you mess up a little sentence and then you stop and you freeze, it's going to get a lot more awkward than it would have been if you just be like, oh, <laughs> oops, and you just move on. And yeah, it's not a big deal. Makes total, total sense. And so right now, I just wanted to know, do you have a team that helps you organize uh, your, 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 um, your speaking engagements and everything else? Because here at the remote CEO, uh, we're big in, in you know, delegating things that are outside of our core competency. So how is your team like right now? And uh, what do they do? So 100%. Uh... Obviously, in the beginning of my career, I was very much solopreneur. And honestly, when it shifted for me was in the beginning of COVID, as I went really hard, I'm just like, everybody was freaking out. I'm like, hey, how can I invest more in my business? And I'm blessed enough. A couple of months ago, I just hired my eighth colleague and employee within the business, and it is a blessing to have them. So what do they do? Uh, Obviously, I have my uh, marketing director. I have my main editor. uh, I have my content uh, writer that takes my my YouTube videos and breaks it down into blogs, uh, newsletters, so on and so forth. Uh, I have somebody that books me on, uh, on shows such as yourself, that books people on my shows. I have a full team that runs my podcast. So I'm a huge fan of delegating. Now, I love that you mentioned that because this is something that I teach all the time and something that I truly believe. I look at all the tasks that I need to do within my business. And then I ask myself, what do I truly love to do? What are my real talents? And what are certain things that I have to do because I have no choice because it's a business? And then one is that part. I look at what can I do to delegate that, that somebody loves what they're doing and they're going to do that at a higher level than me. So one ideology, I look at all of my things. I look at what do I need to delegate? Then I find out within my business, there's only four things I need to do. I need to be playing the role of the CEO of Data Enterprises. I need to be on stage or coaching or creating content. Those are the four things. If it does not fall on the four things, I am delegated as much as possible. Now, granted, if you're a new entrepreneur and you're like, oh, Chris, that sounds great, but I'm not there to have the, the, the funds to invest in that, perfect. Just write it down. Understand that what you need to do. And then you know that these other things 
are things you're going to delegate in the future. And it's okay for you to do it in the beginning. In the beginning, I used to edit my own videos. And granted, that's not my talent, but now I know how to do it. So when I delegate something to my editor, I know approximately how much time it should take. I know where what's difficult, what I'm asking for. So it's okay for you to touch everything, but know from the get what is your talent within the business and where you lie. And then from there, people will show up in your life for your business at the right time. Trust the process on that end. 100%. I love what he just said right now, which is basically creating these systems ahead of time, even when you're alone. And that's what a lot of business owners that I coach myself, you know, fail to do at the very beginning, because you're like, well, it's just me, I'm just going to do everything without calculating how long it takes to do certain things, how, how certain things should be done. So I always, I'm a big proponent of creating systems, even if you're the one person only running the business. If you create systems, once you start scaling, you already have, like you said, the, the processes in place to train and to monitor the performance of, uh, of your team members. And uh, listen, Christopher, I wanted to know now moving forward, uh, we're hopefully out of you know COVID restrictions. And so you're going to get on the road again. Um, by yeah. the way, were you, uh, did you take a break during the COVID, like during COVID, like uh, public speaking and whatnot, or were you doubling down online? How, how were you operating? So I have a couple of entities within my business. So dead and enterprise, I have the speaking division. I have the coaching and consulting division. I have my content division. I have my university. I have my French brand and so on and so forth. Uh, so the speaking side in the beginning, everything completely slowed down, especially when people didn't know what, what was happening. So I went hard on the start on the part of my business that was already online, which is coaching. As I said, at that point, I had no colleagues, no employees, and now I'm at a point that I have eight. So I really went hard on developing that. I tripled that side of the business. And then as people got used to and understood that this is not something that's going to pass in a couple of months, the speaking opportunities start opening up. I just did more and more speeches at home. I got the setup for it. I got the standing desk. I got the proper thing because in the beginning, I was doing it with my laptop. I'm like, okay, it's kind of tough to do a speech when you're sitting down, especially that I'm somebody that's so like passionate and I want to move and I want to stand. So I just got ready for the COVID world on that end. And that is definitely did take off uh, uh, with the speaking side. And now things are opening up. I've done a couple of speeches uh, in person, which was just amazing. There definitely is a difference between being in Zoom and being in person. So that's how I kind of uh, work through that process. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And so Christopher, I was wondering now that things are opening up again and you're getting back on the road and doing all the speeches in person and whatnot. Um, what is in store that, uh, that gets you excited to wake up in the morning and working towards right now? I am truly blessed every single day to wake up and do what I love, which is optimizing people who want to perform brother, I meet people like you every single day. Like I have 40 meetings per week, which is quite crazy. And I meet people from all around the world and we help each other and it's like-minded individuals. So that brings me such high level of passion as well. Every single day, I'm so excited that I wake up and I do a lot of stuff in philanthropy, which is in the Learning Disability Institute and everything that has to do within that world and advancing the education system. So I'm just blessed that I truly found what I love to do every single day. And my business is a huge part of that. Like I need like my family members to kind of be like, hey, Chris, take the break and all that stuff. I have systems and structures in place with my coaches and mentors to be like, hey, Chris, we're only allowed to work this much time because if it's up to me, I'm putting my head down and I'm just working and you need that balance. It's not good doing 
doing that. So I'm just so passionate about what we're doing. And I truly see uh, the business that we're creating with my team to be one of the greatest personal development hubs, places to go for if you have any questions about entrepreneurship, peak performance, uh, you know, the personal growth and so on. Awesome. 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 So Christopher, I'm sure that my listeners will want to know more about what you do, about your speaking gigs and uh, everything else that you've been doing, including um, the learning disability world as well. So where can people find you online? 100%. So I mean, I'm on all social medias. Go check it out at Christopher Dedian. My family name is spelled D-E-D-E-Y-A-N. Uh, I'm very active on my YouTube, so go check it out. We have more than once a week videos going live on YouTube, on Instagram as well. We're very active. My website, so if you guys are interested on any speaking gigs, you want me to come and speak to your sales team, to your uh, colleagues, to your C-suites, go check out my website and as well for coaching and go there as well. The website is deadianenterprises.com deadianenterprises.com. Awesome. Christopher, again, thanks a lot for being on the show. I'm looking forward to having you back in the uh, future and uh, enjoy the rest of the day, my friend. Thank you, my brother. Really appreciate you as well. And this is it for today, CEOs. Thanks for staying with us until the end. Can I ask you a big favor? Can you please leave a review? I know the podcast app is not super straightforward. So if you don't know how to leave a review, just DM me on Instagram at B. D-E-N-I-E-R-O-B and I will send you the direct link to the review section and to show you my appreciation, I will answer any business question you ask me during that conversation. So thank you again and I will talk to you again soon.